Oh, hello. Welcome to John and Dylan Online. I'm Dilly G. That's Johnny H. And today we're talking about fucking Kramer goddamn losing it. Michael Richards. Woo! Before we stand on stage and calmly ask someone to just keep it down so everyone can enjoy the show, we're going to tell you about our Patreon. It exists. Join it. Dylan, the year was... The late 2000s, the finest time of stand-up mid, comedy. This is mid, isn't it? This is the, but, this is 17 years ago. This is like 2005, 2006. I thought it was 2007. I mean, Put, that's so close. That's putting it late, though. 2006 is mid. 2007, 2006. Fuck, you're right. It's mid. <laughs> I mean, it's one year. I yeah, but that makes all the difference. I, remember, I was a roommate with Bobby Marin. Uh, oh, yes. And then that man reacted like it was fucking Christmas. Oh, yeah. May I just say, the stories that have come out of the places that you lived before you and I become fr- became friends, all of them are horrific. There is a story between two of the people that lived in the house you're discussing that I hate so much. It makes me so uncomfortable. It involves a condom being thrown on someone, and it's the craziest thing I don't even know that one. Oh my god, it's so weird. Everyone was everyone was way into improv then, and thank God those days are behind us. That's all I can say. I don't think I, if I remember correctly, it was more like being a stand up in those times. It was like the Doug Stanhope motif, where it's like I'm drunk, ah! and then quickly you're like, "Well, this isn't fun." Yeah, that's exactly right. Like Doug Stanhope was the coolest because it's like. He somehow parties and is funny. And where we're coming from, it's one or two, one or the other groups either. Because yeah. here's the thing I realized is, no, we still had the burnouts from the 80s comedy boom that didn't die off. Like we were still around for like guys that were like, I made 60 grand in Petawawa. And it's like, it was actually 600 bucks. But at the time that was still a lot of money. And now this guy is just fucking nuts and hangs out at a Gabby's in Scarborough. You know what I mean? So we just had, we we just had way more crazy people, which brings us to Michael Richards. So Michael Richards, it's 2006. Seinfeld has been off the air for eight years. He sucks. No one likes him. He's not fun. Not a fun man. Here's what everyone says about Michael Richards. Oh, hell, performer, his heart. Basically, they're like, I've been. The, this is discussed a lot in LA comedy because it was. Uh, he was doing he was getting ready to go back on the road was the thing. And he was like a guy who was around in the 80s comedy boom. So those guys that were still in L.A. knew him. And when he came back, they were like, "Uh oh, this is going to be bad, because what they all say is Michael Richards was the angriest stand up comedian in L.A., which is the equivalent of the story of Charles Barkley saying of a woman, she sucks the best dick. And then he points out, I'm an NBA player. Do you know what that means? If a, if the L.A. comedy community is going, this guy is angry, watch the fuck out, everybody. Like, do you understand? If, if gentlemen who are who are still opening for Pauly Shore look at Michael Richards and go, that man needs to get his emotions in check. Imagine what he's doing. Imagine, like, <laughs> imagine. And I, like, people literally say, like, oh, if they had allowed cameras in the comedy store back then, they would have had that hap- That incident would have been, <laughs> would have been shown nightly for the preceding two weeks. Is what is what I've been told. So, those of you that don't know, basically, Michael Richards, who played Kramer on Seinfeld, goes up, does stand up. Um, from the, what I've gleaned, either people were talking during his the set or people just flat out said he wasn't funny. But then he goes, 
oh yeah, basically you're an N-word. And yeah. here's the thing about the video that sticks with me is that it's it did he says it slipped out. It didn't slip out. No, it did not. He has time and then he keeps on saying it. Like the person's like, that's uncalled for. And then okay. he keeps on saying the N-word. It's like it's not like he slipped up and then went, oh shit, what did I do? He was like, Nope, you're I'm fucking this is it. This is you are so correct. I think and this is what I do. This is so I I'm editing specials that I filmed in Toronto last night. So I did that for 10 and a half hours and then did the research for this episode, which was such a tonic for having to look at like stand up time coding and then just to deep dive on. So Gloria Allred ended up representing the uh, audience members. I don't know if um, any money came from that, but basically what they claim happened was they were there part of a big group and they were ordering drinks and stuff like that while Michael Richards was on stage. And he like launched and like they kind of and it sort of implied that there was one they he fired one off the bow that they didn't get off on video because people had enough time to start recording. The other thing that's crazy is when you hear him fire it the first time, he gets a pretty big laugh. And then that's where people I always found fascinating where people he was like, oh, it slipped out. And it's like. It definitely didn't. This was something that you've been you've used as a thing in these moments, you crazy <laughs> person. Christ, because so you can we're both stand-ups. You can tell the timing. This is his how I shut down heckler's line. And it gets enough <laughs> of a laugh, which is why he doubles down. Well, and, the other thing is before he says the slur, he just describes a lynching. Oh yeah, because he literally says yeah, this is what years, fifty years ago we would have had you strung up upside down. Oh, I thought it was the other way. I thought he, I thought he no, drops. No, he says the he says. 50 oh, you're years right. Ago, we would have had you strung up upside down. Which, by the way, that would have been 1957. I mean, t accurate, but crazy that he's like, man, I can't wait till we can get back to how things used to be in but 1962. He latest, he, he yeah, yeah. Picked the latest time. Yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah. wasn't like a hundred years ago. He was like, but that's no, because, by the way, let's, I let's get fucking, let's get fucking, let's get serious. And yeah. then that wasn't enough, and then he started using the slurs. So it's like if he would, if you would have just not said the slurs, still very right, like still oh, extremely right. Correct. Now here's the thing. I'm going to pause it to you. He doesn't say the slurs. It's 2006. He gets an applause break. Like the, the bear in mind. People like go, oh, and then when he starts saying the slur over and over again, people are laughing because they're so uncomfortable. It's like. What the fuck? Kramer, I think I I like that's so the thing. That's the other Kramer, thing. He has the Kramer energy the whole time, which is the best thing. I don't know. <laughs> okay, it so really is Seinfeld, which also I, I think going into this too, and this is something that was uh, microanalyzed. There's like no black characters on Seinfeld ever. That's uh that's, that's not true. That's up. not true. That's not true. In the second to last episode, Mario Joyner, a black man is the person driving the maroon sob. So maybe, Dylan, if you would like to look somewhere else for disharmony, for you won't find it in a little place called Manhattan. Also, well, no, yes, no, it's really is, fucked but up. This is the thing that's constantly mentioned, is that there's no, like, friends in Seinfeld live in a, like, basically segregated version of New York. It's, it's all, I mentioned all the time. But Joey didn't drop a hot one when he was on his fucking spinoff. Yeah, and by the way, they eventually rectified that by having one black character come in for half a season and date Ross. So once again, Dylan, maybe you That's want good. to, yeah, look somewhere else, wokester. You're not going to be messing up must-see TV for Johnny.
All right. Well, you know what, John? Can you can you get a pen out and write this down? No. I've been cucked. <laughs> oh, I better mark it on my calendar. <laughs> you join me. <laughs> Dylan got officially yeah. cucked. Yeah. Dylan got officially a man in the suburbs. Why is this man here? He's going to fuck my wife and I'm going to watch. Why are you going to watch? Because I also want to check my phone. What the fuck is this? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm bored. Yeah. So he, I don't want to fuck her. I want to. I want her to get pleasure. I love her, but I don't want to do it. Yeah, it's gross in there. I already did yoga today. I don't need exercise. That's right. I want to. Dylan needs to read about if Dylan Nanis is coming back to the UFC. So let's go, baby. Here it goes. Okay. It's also crazy because Michael Richards goes crazy. The original video only has 2.3 million views, which to us is insane. Like it's such a like. But oh, here's yeah, the, the thing. guy from Seinfeld went nuts. And and then people of a certain age are like, why does this matter? What? Like it was a but it was a, it's a pre-YouTube viral video. Where it went viral was TMZ.com. This was the the thing with this video is the reason why it's so big, before we get to this absolute nightmare, <laughs> is TMZ is the one that gets this video. And this is the very much is the beginning of the middle of the beginning of gossip websites of Perez Hilton. This is right before Perez Hilton gets the shit kicked out of him by the Black Eyed Peas, which is, mm, that's nuts. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah. So this is, anyway, so but, this is the video of the apology that, by the way. So you, you, you got to explain this. crazy this apology is. It happens live on David Letterman. And it's too, so the Seinfeld DVDs, back when DVDs yeah. were a huge business, are coming out. This shit happens, and then Jerry Seinfeld, I'm assuming, takes a phone book and no questions asked, beats Michael Richards half to death. Yeah, like, <laughs> so he doesn't show on television and is so fucking like your mom mad at you. I don't know. It's like okay, it's so Jerry Seinfeld gets angry at people the way I get angry at people, which is you become their girlfriend in the type of rage where you're just like <laughs> you're yeah, just so shocked and dis how michael and also you have to remember jerry seinfeld is a weird loser who had no friends so stand-up comedy is really sacred to him because that's like all he has like there like jerry if it weren't for stand-up comedy jerry seinfeld's a very annoying man who lives on long island like which he, he still is right which he is he's just he has a he just is so rich that it's just he just annoys his he kids so it's fine crazy anyway here this we is go. the other thing but no, just before to talk about the DVD sales, because this this point needs to be stressed for how ridiculous this is about to become. It not only were DVDs massive, the Seinfeld DVDs, if you were like a Seinfeld fan, which I was, you were like, holy fucking shit, they did it. Because it was like you finally had all the episodes. It was actually kind of a mistake for Seinfeld because you forget there's a lot more duds than there are hits when you actually cumulatively look at all of the episodes it's still a banger but like boy oh boy and this was a big old deal because this is also the last season larry david and if you know the business wise this means this one's going to really really sell because the a lot of fans thought eight and nine were stinkerushkis because jerry was involved so also if you're businessman jerry to dylan's point you're like you're double fucking me michael you're double fucking me it's 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 fucking it's fucking crazy. It's like you get drunk. You you get you get caught for a DUI just before the big Christmas party. It's good. It does. Uh, it does give off party husband with stay at professional stay at home mom vibe. Yeah. So it's like 
he's so fucking angry, but he has to go face the neighbors now. It's also that thing of it's also Jerry doesn't like that. He still needs Kramer. I'm still bailing this guy out (laughs) because I fucking clown trick. But anyway, they they have an interview years later. That's like uh, that is also like crazy. Anyway, here we go. This is Jerry Seinfeld. Also, just before you hit start, I just want to say this. I don't think David Letterman wanted to do this. That's my takeaway from already watching this. I want everyone to just be aware. I think Letterman was against this. Just based I, off of... I could not disagree more. This is such a boon for him to get Michael Richards to apologize fucking live. I agree it's with you from that perspective. Dude, no, John. It's yeah. a live apology. This would never happen now. Oh. This is... This is watching this in 2023 eyes with someone being quote unquote canceled and then doing their fucking apology live and how rambling this is. It's amazing. It's amazing. I, right. Oh, there's also something that's coming up real soon. Now, I don't that's know great. him well. I've known him a long time, but I don't I don't know him well. And I can remember years and years ago at the, at the comedy store, uh, he would get on stage and he was always a very dynamic performer, mm-hmm. uh, dynamic to the point. Pause it for one bombing. second. I just need to explain something to He's everyone. Softly explaining that he bombed all the time. Yes. Yeah, he's softly explaining he bombed all the time. And also, I, I'm reading between the lines, which is David Letterman is really trying hard not to be like, listen, I've seen this a hundred times. What's your fucking problem? You know what I mean? I mean, it is very, it, it's, all right. We're frightened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but still, we all got a kick out of it because it was in good fun. And, right. and, and he was uh, and is a very funny guy. And then we see this thing today where he goes nuts in some kind of club and is screaming at people. Have you have you talked to him? Do you know anything I, about I this? I did talk to him. I talked to him today. And, uh, you know, I was extremely upset about it. And uh, he is extremely upset about it. And I asked <laughs> him if he would come on the show tonight mm-hmm. so that he could. Ex- I like that he's extreme. The choice of words. All right, this is microanalyzing or whatever, but like, yeah, welcome to the program. choice of words of extremely upset about it and not regret it or anything. Just is very funny. It was like, hey, I was extremely upset. It fucked my DVD sales. The words he used were, to my mind, fine. Yeah, I want to say a couple of things. I keep it clean up there, so I'm going to use. I'm going to speak about the words he used. Those are the words I use when addressing my wife and my children. And it was weird that Michael was talking about my wife and children up there, Dave. <laughs> now, I'd like just to say this: I'm a fucking billionaire, and you want to know what I wanted? More fucking money. And this fucking sliding cunt's trying to fuck with my bag. So I fucking I showed him. He watched me shit this morning, Dave. He watched me shit, and now he's going to fucking apologize. I just want to say this. There is no way. David Letterman wanted this to be, like, loose and, like, whatever, and Jerry literally just gave the game away because David Letterman's acting like he's not aware that there was a fucking simulcast satellite hookup going on, and Jerry's just like, I spoke to him. I'm making him apologize because fucking daddy is getting paid, and I am daddy Larry is mummy. Well, it does also, like, if you watch the energy that David Letterman has in this interview versus the one with Paris Hilton, he's, like, trying to nail Paris Hilton a lot more than about being in jail than he is about Jerry Seinfeld having one of the main characters of his show say the N-word a bunch. Like, he doesn't feel like... I just want to say this. I don't think that Jerry made him say it. The way you phrased that, it sounded like you're implying that Jerry made Kramer say that. I think he uh, did. I think it was like, <laughs> we need some DVD sales. Let's get some fucking press going. Michael, Jamie Masada never put me on this stage. Time for you to take care of that for me. <laughs> Explain you think- what happened because uh, 
it's just, it was just one of those awful, awful right. things. Right. And I, I think he's a little mystified about what happened. But I think most importantly, he wanted to. Uh... We have him uh, live via satellite yes, from Los do. Angeles. All right, this do. should be Michael Richards. Michael, are you there? Yeah, I'm right here. Hi, Michael. Welcome to the show. <laughs> okay. Okay. okay so the other thing I wanted to say. I will say this right off the bat. I wanted to note this. Any celebrity apology, if you're watching along with us on YouTube, the posture that Michael Richards has is so much more of a beaten man than any celebrity apology. Like every other celebrity apology, they're like, posture's still good. They're reading from a script. Michael Richards, as you are about to hear and see, there is no script, goddammit. Here's the thing. Uh, so what people, I there are people, I have spoken to people that were there at the comedy store that night, and a few people were at the, I think one or two people went at the Laugh Factory. One of the other consensus I've heard is, Michael Richards was on the nose beers. It rain, it snows in Los Angeles, but only in your nostrils. Kramer was on Coke. Cokey Kramer. And so I think what you're seeing also is a gentleman who like woke up in a bungalow at the Chateau Marmont was just like, yep, still fucking great. Still fucking great. And then someone was like, Michael, do you know, did you see TMZ? And he was like, uh, as in the twins that might zug my dick. Yes, I have seen them. <laughs> I mean, this is, look, at, look at this man right now. That's this what I'm a, saying. That you only, man. you only get this level of defeat if you're coming. So, so, so what I have heard, and these comes from comedians, so this could all be bullshit, is it was essentially two weeks of this, of Michael Richards would show up every night high off his fucking face off cookie rookie just scream at people and then run away and then it would just show up again like going through a divorce is just a nut but yeah that was basically the situation was he going through a divorce at this time i think he was i that's based that's pure speculation on my part <laughs> good that's what we're bringing here baby speculation not research here's more no, no not going I, through a divorce what at are you all. doing I'm uh, not doing too good. Yeah. Why, why don't you explain exactly what happened for the folks who may not know? I, uh, I lost my temper on stage. I was at uh, a comedy club trying to uh, do my act, and I got heckled, and I, I, I took it badly and went into a, a rage and uh, uh, said some pretty uh, nasty things to some Afro-Americans, a lot of trash talk, and... Uh, Stop laughing. That's funny. Pause. All right. I, I hate just Jerry. hate Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, Thank I you so much. I fucking Stop hate laughing him too. It's not funny. No, Jerry. It's clearly very funny. I'm sorry, Pause Jerry. Saying the N word trash talk. <laughs> yeah, he just said Afro Americans. You fuck. What are you talking about? Like, he's he's a dejected man, and you could tell that he was like, well, um, they fucked around and found out, and now I'm in trouble with you. Like that's basically what he's saying. Like he's like. Also, I yeah. do like the idea that trash talk is like uh, me playing basketball against somebody, and they're like, "My jumper's too sweet. You can't touch me." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, here's some place for fast fuck for you." <laughs> slur, 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 slur. Serious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I gotta tell talk. you. They've been trying to figure out a way to spike the ratings of hockey. If you mic those players and go, gentlemen. Trash talk like this is the OHL. It will be it'll be Kramer at the Laugh Factory every night at the rink. That's all I'm saying. Oh my goodness. Yeah. If you mic you mic up hockey players and just have one indigenous player on the other oh side. Oh my god. 
You like literally the microphones would be on fire. Like, what's happening to the sound <laughs> yeah, equipment? They, to, they, they spontaneously the combusted from the hate. Yeah, we're speeding up global warming so that hockey can't <laughs> exist anymore. <laughs> uh, were the, uh, the, the, the you were be actually being heckled, or were they just talking and disturbing the act? Uh, that was going on too. Uh-huh. Hey, John, can I tell you something? Yes. I sit down to piss and I stand up to shit. John and Dylan online. Patreon.com backslash John and Dylan online. There's all a bunch of different tiers there. $5 tier, you get the episodes early and an extra episode. And I assume at this point there's a $10 tier where you just get some of pubes in an envelope. Yeah, if you fucking sign up for the $15 tier, guess what? You get nothing else different. Just give the pleasure of giving us more money. How's yeah, actually, that? you get none of the first two things. Yeah, that's actually true. To give a, if you give us $15, you do not get the bonus episode, and you do not get the episodes early. I got an RRS to say to you, Dylan Atherton Got. That's right. Review and subscribe to this Ooh. Wait a minute. Yeah, John, you remember how you keep telling me how you want to get a, d- a dog from the Mean Society, fuck it, and give it back, and then they wouldn't take it back, and you, you kept yelling, well, it's a slut now, I don't want it? And then he killed it with a shovel. Anyway, rate, review, and subscribe. <laughs> and did you? I know. I'm mean, hearing your audience laugh. You know, and it's it's. Uh, I'm not even sure that this is uh, where I should be uh, well, addressing so, uh, so, so uh, used, the so situation. To... I've, I've already heard you make some jokes about it, and that's okay. You know, but I'm I'm I, you know I'm 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 really busted up over this, and I'm. I... You don't get to. Call people yeah. the N word for five minutes and then say if it's okay or not to people to make fun of you. Now, guys, I just want to say this as an experienced comedian, and I'll show you, I know how to deal with an audience that isn't doing the things I want to do. Play the tape, Jer. Like, also, I, yeah, no shit, Kramer. What, <laughs> like, no shit, this is not where you should be doing this. But what clearly happened is the man who signs your checks was like, listen up, motherfucker. Walmart isn't going to carry my DVDs. If I can't just buy Guam, I'm going to fucking kill your kids, Michael. Like, it's so stupid. Yeah, we uh, we're getting on television and we're addressing this. Michael, put a fucking shirt on. Get in front of a goddamn green screen. I don't give a fucking shit if you don't want to be on television. Yeah. Jerry Seinfeld. What a weird guy. I don't know. I never like he's always given off weird things. I think what we've discovered from Jerry Seinfeld after Seinfeld and Larry David after Seinfeld is that Larry David was clearly like the more normal one, which is insane. Yeah. What it is, is um, guy who buys a sandwich and it's kind of weird and goes, I'm going to write an hour long television show about that five second interaction is more normal than the guy who's like, here's the thing about rugs. Rugs have too many rugs on them. And Michael, if you don't start fucking staring forward and actually looking people in the eyes, I'm going to put my hand through your face. Here's the thing to remember about Jerry Seinfeld is Jerry Seinfeld was like he how do I say he was kind of like Brian Regan for 10 years, and then he was selling out theaters off the back of The Tonight Show and always believed that he had the ability to write an amazing sitcom. And no one would put him on television. Like they just thought he was a bad actor and it wouldn't work. And then he got on TV and it was the biggest show ever. So basically Jerry Seinfeld is the worst thing in the world. A bitter person who was proven correct about his bitterness. See, I could have done it the whole time. Because that is true. He he will 
fuck what interview is it but he's he's complaining about not having a t- like he has seinfeld the bit one of the biggest shows of all time and one of the most critically acclaimed shows of all time so that that rarely happens and he's still complaining about not getting a show in the fucking 80s it's crazy yeah anyway, of course i'm this very is- very sorry uh to those uh people in the audience uh, the blacks, the Hispanics, the whites, everyone that was there that took the brunt of that anger and, 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 and hate and rage and, and how it came through. And, and, and I'm concerned about more hate and more rage and more anger coming through, uh, not just towards me, but towards uh, a black-white conflict there's a great deal of disturbance in this country and how blacks feel about what happened in Katrina. And, you know, many of the what comics, the fuck? many what performers the fuck? are in Las fuck? Vegas. What this the fuck? He's saying the N word. This is about Katrina. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, they would have taken it better if Katrina hadn't have just happened. Listen, I would have gotten away with that if they weren't all fucking hyped up about Katrina. I got to tell you, I love out of touch rich guys this guy's just an out of touch fuck who thought he could fucking spout out i guarantee that he there was a publicist breathed breathed a sigh of relief when he went blacks and hispanics because she was like that's not the word he was using when we rehearsed this there's no rehearsal this is oh i think there was a rehearsal i got news for you i think this this is staged i think what literally is i think he is broadcasting from wherever castle rock has an office on the cbs lot and he got brought in and they read him his contract and we're like listen up fuck face we are a uh, my name is rob reiner do you want to know why carl and reiner and mel brooks are still alive they signed literal deals with the devil motherfucker (laughs) i'll cut your mother's head off i'm meathead i'm fucking meathead i mean it's the fact that this would be written down where it's like and then bring up katrina does give yeah. off the michael uh 2006 like the last days of just the fucking the that fucking hollywood i got everything figured out i'm 63 years oh. old thing it's time to manage the crisis first things first blame them it, I, w- <laughs> I wouldn't have discussed them being lynched and used the N-word 11 times if they hadn't spoken during my shitty act. One. Two, I, I also would like to apologize specifically to men with Afros that are from Africa and are black. Also, Mexican men specifically is the word I'm supposed to use. Three, Jerry's making me do this. And New Orleans, uh, trying to raise money for what happened there. What is going and, on, Michael? Uh, for this to happen, for me to be in a comedy club and flip out and say this crap, you know, I'm I'm deeply, deeply sorry. And um, I've got I, I'll get to the force field of this hostility. Why it's there? Why the rage is in any of us? why the trash takes place, whether or not it's between me and a, and a couple of hecklers in the audience or between uh, this country and another nation. But the, the Michael, let's tell about the Iraq war. I'm going to yeah, say this. Also, he's, it's about he's pivoting. And you know what, dude? This is fucking, it's because of the racist way I was brought up. It's not my fault. It's, yeah. It's the whole goddamn nation, dude. Listen, it's not my fault that I want to kill them to get a boner. That's my dad's fault because that's how he got a boner. And then he used that boner to make me. So 
blame my dad. Well, this is the thing. He's not just saying like, yeah, it's fucked up. I'm really sorry. I don't even know how you apologize for something like this, but it isn't like trying to explain where it came from. You just say, I'm sorry, yeah. 700 times. I'm going to say this. There's no excuse for it. I'm in therapy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If your apology has the word force field in it, you're done. You've gone too far. You've well, taken I mean, a weird turn. That's because Michael Richards is from the French version of clown. They tried oh, of to course. teach they... me this when I oh, went to Humber comedy school. Tried. You shut they... the fuck up. I've had to take these classes for years. I've had to. I've fucked these people, Dylan. You don't even fucking know. <laughs> when I remember one time it was like, you're, you're blocking. Because they would always get on me. They'd be like, you're blocking Ugh. your intentions. You're blocking your intentions. I'm like, well, you know what? Um, sometimes I think of a joke and I think, you know what? I don't think I should say that joke. That wouldn't. And then what happens when you don't block any of your intentions? I guess Michael Richards. <laughs> He's like, here's my go-to. I see black. I think racism. Fire away. Anyway, here's more. Dave Ra David Letterman is interrupting him now. I'm going to ask a question about had had the uh, the people doing the heckling or the people who were not paying attention had they been uh, white or Caucasian or uh, any other race what what would have been the nature of it your response happened. then it, it, it may have happened you know I'm a performer I, I I push the envelope I work in a very uncontrolled manner on stage I do a lot of free association and spontaneous I go into character I do I I don't know in 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 view of the uh, of the situation and the and the act going where it was going I. I I don't know the, the the rage the rage did go all over the place. It can went pause, to can I just it went there. pausing a lot. He essentially was just asked, "Would you if it would have been white people? Would you what would you have called them?" And he was like, "I would have called them the N word, probably." <laughs> Listen, it's not who was there, Dave. It's who I hate in my heart. I just don't know if there's a good way. Hey, what would you have done if it was white guys? And I was trying to put myself in the shoes of him, and I would have been like, I would have tried to say. Another th the thing I did was to try and hurt someone's feelings. It was wrong. I tried to hurt their feelings because my feelings were hurt. That yeah. would be if I was his publicist, how I would like structure this. But he just goes like, <laughs> you know, hey, it's like Chris Rock said there are you know, it's, he's uh, he's not doing good. Everybody in no. the room, but you can't, you know, it's it. it I don't I, I know people could blacks could feel what he's. I'm not a racist. That's what's so insane about this. I don't <laughs> that is that is good. He just had nothing to say, and they went, "I'm not a racist." Here's I like. Here's the thing that you need to remember is that I don't I don't believe this. I just hurt their feelings to be mean. Yeah, I just wanted to. I just wanted to <laughs> remove the humanity from these people. Yeah, because they talked during the show. Now we got to speed up because we have. Uh, a bit under three minutes of viewing time left and about seven on the uh, Zoom. All right. No more pausing, but God, what a video. Don't, uh, and yet it's said, it comes through, it fires out of me. And uh, even now in the, in, in the, in the passion and the, and the, uh, that's here as I, as I confront <laughs> myself. Did you did you think did you think that somehow uh, by being outrageous and and completely um, inappropriate that it might somehow make the situation diffuse it a bit or make it yeah, seem lighter I tried than to, it was? I tried to do that. You don't have the whole thing there with what they're showing uh, everyone. I crazy. Just the fact that you don't have the context within the context. Of yeah, 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 yeah. What I, I also, did was fine. Also, it's like when an acting teacher gets caught for like 
trying to hitting on one of the girls in the school. It gives that off too, or it's like, listen, I'm trying to find a bunch of weird words to explain that it's okay. I'm a pervert. Here's the thing you have to remember. I got into teaching women how to act so I could fuck them and control their lives. <laughs> I want to have sex with women that have, and here's the key here, just fucking turned 19. <laughs> oh, I can't do that if yeah. I'm not allowed to wear a smock at 52. Try yeah. to jujitsu that. Try to move. Oh, uh, fuck yourself. How you do that? I'm on a, com I got a microphone and I'm trying, but it didn't work out. It was a... You talk about a bad night, you know, yeah. that's, I, I, you know, it's what, just what, happened, what everyone what says. Afterward? Did you talk to the people and apologize yeah, I, to them? I after? went out there. I tried. I went out there and uh, I, I did talk. <laughs> he called us the N-word. Now he's chasing us. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's going to play well, Mike. <laughs> I, I forgot about this part. Yeah. Did you go and try to talk to them? Yeah, I went out there. I had a knife. <laughs> I, <try> I, <laughs> I had my friendship blade. <laughs> yeah. I had my blade of friendship. I will cut my hand. See, I bleed too. <laughs> <laughs> To some people, I even went back to the club that night to get back on on the stage and to and to work to get back on the horses. They went back because you have to understand in the context of this, he was going back. So he was doing big racks of blow and walking the three blocks between the Laugh Factory and the Comedy Store and doing this every time. Like everyone, this is the thing that's not conveyed in this video that has been said by friends. Um, is uh. Like he was doing this every night. This is not an isolated incident. When he, he's like, I was doing my act. Him screaming the N word was part of his act is the other thing. Jesus fucking Christ. Say, and I, 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 I did. I apologized to quite a few people, but I, I didn't, I, I didn't talk to all of everyone. They left and I, and I don't know how to get in touch with those people. And then of course they, <laughs> they've gone to press as I think they should. The fact that there's that kind of uh, solidarity and confronting that kind of those kinds of remarks, uh, I think it's important for the Afro-American community to make sure this kind of crap uh, doesn't uh, does doesn't come about. And, I mean, and, and I'm I'm sorry that it, it happened. And having having apologized, uh, is there much more you can do? Much more you would like to do? Really good way. This would be a really good time for him to say, "I'm giving this money to charity," but. I just have to do personal work. <laughs> um, I got to read Mein Kampf. I got to watch <laughs> Birth of a Nation again. I, I got wanna... boots the ground here, dude. We haven't had a rally in a while. Yeah, uh, I'm thinking about buying some Fred Perry shirts and starting something called the Proud Boys. Look for it in about 10 years. <laughs> um, <laughs> personal work. I, I'm still wheeling from this. It's just been a few days. I, I don't know yet. Hey, man. Jerry, is there anything? By saying it. I hurt myself more than I hurt them. Oh, and <laughs> Seinfeld caps it off. Oh, no. Say to Michael here. Um, I, you know, I know Michael many years, and I know how he works on stage, and none of that uh, justifies what happened. But, uh, you know, I've been talking to him today, and I, I, I just, I, I he, he's someone that I love, and I, and I, um, I know how shattered he is about this. And, um, and he deserves a chance. That's why I wanted him to come on. He deserves a chance yeah. to apologize. Yeah. And, and that's all he wanted. And I, thank you for letting us. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you very much, Michael. I, I appreciate it. Thanks, I know it's Mike. difficult. And uh, I certainly hope you don't have regrets about being on this show this evening. Thank you. All right. Take care. Right. How about that? I actually will say this. It would have been better if he had been in studio. Oh, I stopped recording. Yeah. Go for it.
um I just want to say it I think if he had been in studio it would have actually gone better for him because it looks so weird and I don't think like it's also the, like news traveled a lot slower and there was a lot going on as he as he illustrated by blaming his racism somehow both on Hurricane Katrina and the war in and Afghanistan Letterman and Iraq just letting him completely off the hook let's not forget that where he wasn't like yeah he of never, course David Letterman at never at no point goes there's no excuse to use that word and then just like so and a screed about like I guess also having like a white guy interview I'm, a white guy with another white guy as his publicist about saying the n-word where it's like there's no there's no black oh. voices on there at all is fucking insane like no one's allowed to just like yell back at him because this is the other thing they never get even we have an under but there's never like a point where ever anyone just gets to purely like yell at this dude no and there was the weird sort of like rehash of it on the other where this we're about to lose this episode but on the curb your enthusiasm episode which it's like was so weird and didn't help at all because it wasn't like it was like one of the least funny scenes in the funniest show ever so it's just so weird and out of place I don't know about that, but thank you guys so much for listening. Rate, review, subscribe, rate and review while subscribing. Give us money to thank you guys so much for listening. Next week, we'll be back with an episode of this show. Patreon. Fuck you.